Greetings and salutations and welcome to Recasted, the podcast that will get you into the mainframe and infect your hardware with good old movie discussions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the 90s were a time. A time of music. They Terrible happen. fashion. <laughs> cool, hip, young people sticking it to the man. And of course, the rise of the computer. It's a decade, uh, a decade, pardon me, that we remember fondly and yet one we ought to really forget about. Let's be honest. And on this week's 90s episode, we've got Crasher of Systems, Hassa. Yo. And Too Cool for You Fools, Chris. <laughs> You're like the Joey. And, oh, <laughs> dang it. Uh, we take on a film that tries to understand the world of computers by showing us exactly the opposite of what hacking really is. So no fancy 3D navigating through cyberspace. Cyberspace doesn't exist. It's yes, just it the cloud. <laughs> it does now. As we reboot the film Hackers. Yeah. Yeah. Hack the planet. Hack the planet. Hack the planet. Uh, 1995 and all its cyberpunky weird glory. <laughs> this was such a weird movie, but it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's a movie. It's a movie. <laughs> and it's a movie that, so you'll notice that Chris just introduced me and him. <laughs> Danielle is not on this episode because <laughs> she absolutely hated this movie and didn't want to do it. Which is so weird because this is like pure 90s. But she Techno also, grunge. She also didn't watch it in the nineties. She oh. just watched it for the first time now. Yeah. Right. But is... you know, for me, like the whole, like cat, uh, not cat and mouse, but like the the competition between mm -hmm. Angelina Jolie and um, Johnny Lee Miller. That yeah. competition they have with the music in the background. Yeah. Like, this is this is awesome. The weird the weird places they go to like hack into the system. Okay, we're gonna be hacking on the top of a construction site or at the top of the Empire State Building. Why? Why? <laughs> you don't have Wi-Fi. You don't get internet up there. They had to dial up the phone, okay? <laughs> they had beepers. Yeah, they did. Oh. And there was razor and blade and all the... All the yeah, hackers. That band that was almost Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> it could have been. Yeah. But oh. I, I absolutely have so many fond memories of this movie and it's stupid. Stupid as this movie is. It's I still so, love this movie. It's so stupid, and then rewatching it, I realized like how dumb the plot really was. Yeah. Like I was like, okay, yeah, I remember there's this computer virus, and I always thought that was going to be like. For some reason, I was thinking back on it, and I thought that was the original problem. Like I always thought the virus was out before the guy gets the garbage file, and then rewatching it, I'm like, oh, he creates the virus to cover the tracks. Yeah. And then just lets it kind of go. And I was like, this is kind of just weird. Yeah, it's super weird. Like, the whole Da Vinci thing just kind of gets thrown in there. And they yeah. don't really talk about it as much. And then... Um, but, yeah. Penn shows up. as Hal. Yep. Penn Gillette in there for some weird reason. I love when Penn Gillette shows up in things. And they don't mention it at all. Like, there's no, no like, weird magic jokes or anything like that. It's he's just, just... He sits at a desk. Yeah. He's in, like, three scenes. Uh, I love when he shows up in things. Yes, I do too. Like, remember when he used to show up in Sabrina, the Teenage Witch? Yeah, well, him and Teller would show up. Yeah? Yeah, they both would show up in that. Because they're magic people. Mm -hmm. Right? Having having them on a magic show just makes sense. Yeah. Right? Even if that was technically real magic and hmm. instead of... Illusion? Illusion, yeah. Thank you. I was going to say fake magic, but I'm like, that's wrong. It's illusion. Because what they do is amazing. 
Oh, it's <laughs> sleight of hand, and yeah. it's it's yeah. yeah illusion. But yes, this film, yeah, it's just <laughs> so bad, but so good. Yeah, and like mm. so, I know we always talk about what we're going to change, but like one of the things I really, really want to keep mm. is the absurdity of what they're doing when it comes to hacking. Oh yeah, because hacking does not look like that. No. Um, but it's way more fun. Um, I have I have a slight change to it, but we'll talk about that later. And the and the music, like I want this to be, like, because I'm setting mine in today's terms. We'll mm-hmm. talk about that in a couple mm-hmm. minutes. But I want this to be like modern day, like super techno, like get the <laughs> the hottest people out there in the music. I don't listen to music well oh. techno music that much the only techno music i ever listened to we've talked about it was the mortal Kombat theme song um but like i do like i do like the music i just don't i listen to a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. right so but yeah i think whoever does this like the music person has got to be like thumb on the pulse of what today's music is when it comes to like techno crap because i want this i want my version of this film to be so over the top i'm getting to things i want to change um do you have any chris fun facts i have a lot of chris's fun facts chris's fun facts do 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 chris's fun facts okay so the hacker manifesto read by agent bob like agent bob by the way uh was actually written by a hacker of great renown in the 1980s named lloyd blankership blankenship wasn't he captain crunch probably uh, who went by the name of The Mentor. Oh, then no. Um, it was else. published in Frack Magazine, Issue 7, File 3, in 1986. Uh, the hacking sequences that we were so in love with, <laughs> uh, the scenes where you see inside of a computer, are mostly motion-controlled models, because director uh, Ian Softley mm-hmm. thought the actual computer graphics would look too artificial. <laughs> I just find that one funny. Well, it's true. Like, mm. you I were know. around in '95. Like, computers <laughs> did not were were super rudimentary, and yeah. right. Uh, so the plague writes a program that embezzles small amounts of money from a company at a time, thus amassing millions of dollars in a secret bank account. He tries to distract um, from his crime by framing the hackers with the computer virus, um, set to cape or capsize an oil tanker, a fleet of oil tankers, a fleet. The embezzlement by increment plot is called Slummy Slicing. Richard Pryor's character in Superman 3 does the same thing. So they took it from Superman 3. It's also the same thing in Swordfish too, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. And um, Firewall, that Harrison (laughs) Ford, Paul Bettany movie, they take like two cents off everyone's bank, out of everyone's bank account, and that's how they rob a bank. Hmm. Like... Because nobody no looks at notice. Two cents. Be like two cents. Who cares? Well, it's like our our economy now. We're rounded up all the cents because yeah. we lost cents. Yeah, but you know, you take it from twenty five million dollar million accounts. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money, right? Um, all the all of the books identified by Dade. Is it Dade? Dade. Dade. Weird name. Mm-hmm. Um, at the club were real manuals. All but two: the Pink Shirt Book and the Unix Bible were published by the DoD. Or Dodd. I don't know. No, DOD. DOD. And we're part of a set of books known as the Rainbow Series. The Department of Defense would be the DOD. Oh. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And lastly, at the beginning of the movie, there's an incident where a young Dade Murphy is on trial due to a virus he releases which crashes over 1,507 computers 
including Wall Street. A real-life incident similar to this occurred in 1988, which did exactly the same thing. It is known as the Robert Morris Worm, and the effects of this worm were even more destructive as what was depicted in the movie, as it crashed over 2,000 computers, 6,000 Unix machines were infected, and the cost of the damage ranged from 100,000 to 10 million alone. Holy shit. So, yes. <laughs> this he would get more than just a slap on my hand of oh, yeah. 45,000 and yeah. probation. But that was one, that's one thing about this movie that totally dates it, right? Is mm-hmm. the amounts of money. Yes. It's like, we stole $25 million from this major oil corporation. They're not going to care. <laughs> They'd be like, did we make $25 million today? Yep. Okay. Take it out of the bonus system. <laughs> like, like you, you got to at least change that with a... Replace that M with a B. And then you might have an actual plot nowadays. Right? Well, I mean, yeah. There's a bunch of different things we can... Is that it for your fun facts? Those were it for my fun facts. Hmm. How did audience score this movie, by the way? Let's get to that before we um, change it. Not great. Oh, come on. Um, critics of 32%. <laughs> and audiences of 68%. So, obviously, audiences liked it more. Yes. Because, again, this is, as we've said, this is just a fun, a fun, fun movie. Like, there's no... Like, it, it goes at, like, this super you know clip like it goes really fast mm-hmm. like it doesn't really make that much sense and but like it's just so much fun and it just you know the acting oh. is just so over the top so over the top and the plot like we were talking about this i think earlier this week like the plot there's no way in hell that what is he 11 yeah an 11 year old genius in computers would be on like a ban from all computers and touchstone phones for the for seven years till he's eighteen, you know the FBI would be like, or the NSA or the, the NSA. CIA. Any of the government bodies would have or been like Microsoft or <laughs> any, Apple. Anybody like would have been like an eleven year old kid hacked and had this program. Like screw that, we're having this kid. Like yeah. you are the new head of our cybersecurity. Yeah. Please bump Here, up our system. here's a job. Come over here, <laughs> yeah. right? Like. That, I mean, ultimately, I think it would have to be, if it was realistic to my vision, it mm-hmm. would be like, uh, yeah, like a Microsoft or one of, or IBM or like one of these big computer companies would be like, we'll pay the fine. Yeah. You know, we'll pay the, you know, whatever, 45000 Yeah. But yeah, we want this kid to work for us. Like, yeah. Okay, but yes, he's on probation. Fine. He only uses the system in but our office. He we he monitor. Have one at home. You monitor yeah. the system, right? Yeah. That's okay. So we're getting into changes now because I know you want to go modern. I do. You want to keep it in the nineties? I'm gonna keep it in the nineties. I just think that going modern opens up too many more. Like, there's way more software security and all this other stuff. And mm-hmm. I just I don't know. It feels like it wouldn't be as fun. <laughs> for me but that's that's me yeah. mm-hmm. so i i think it'd be fun to keep it to make it now just because then you could add phones into the whole mix <laughs> uh and wi-fi and you could have a supercomputer made of playstation 3s <laughs> like the the military did yes um but like then things like they're not hacking the gibson they're having hacking a server farm yeah 
right? Because then the scene of him walking through these weird glass things would make a little more sense because he's walking through a server farm to get to the main computer, mm-hmm. right? But that room is so awesome. It's so awesome. And it's so dumb, right? But, like, th- that's the type of thing. Like, I, I just think it'd be way more interesting if you did it now. And, mm. you know, yes, he'd have a job in an instant with that kind of knowledge. But there's still... We think that, mm-hmm. but there is still an underground, yeah, huge underground hacking, hacking ring no. or hacking groups all, all over the it? world. Anonymous, that's yeah. isn't that that group, yeah. or at least we assume a group or hackers that like take out a yeah. ton like a couple of, of years stuff. Ago, they took out Sony. Yeah, like they took them out for a whole month. They took out. Like, I, if I remember reading somewhere, and I don't have the facts, so don't quote me on this. I think it was the anonymous group took out like. 10% of the black market, like, child pornography that was out there. Oh, no. And they took 10%. But yeah. do you understand how much 10% oh, yeah. of it was off? Like, yeah. they removed it and yeah. shut down sites. Like, that's, and, like, that's, that's good. That's good yeah. work. And, you know, congratulations. Keep going, guys. Yeah. But, like, 10% of any websites you think nowadays, we have billions yeah. upon billions of websites. Yeah. Because I think still, too, like, no matter what, you still have that fear. Like, mm-hmm. there is still the fear of being hacked. There's still the fear of getting your credit card stolen. There's still the fear of, but I, you know. So, I, sorry, go. No, go ahead. It's okay. Interrupt. No, because I was, was going to say, the reason why I wanted to keep it in the 90s instead of now is because I wanted that fear of the hacking to be, like, way more, like, kind of like the fear of the communists and all this. Because there's that. But... We're the sorry, not like we actually fear, but nowadays I feel like, yeah, you get hacked, but today we're kind of like blah to it. True, I agree with you, but we don't live in America, that's true. We do not live in New York City, that's true, right? America, let's face Mm -hmm. it, as much as we love the country and love Mm -hmm. movies and all that stuff, (laughs) they're scared of a lot of stuff, they are, right? So you can easily pull up that paranoia angle, yeah. But I just think going and back... Like, imagine them walking into a cafe and all of a sudden all the cell phones go dead. Yeah. Right? You know, they, they kill all the phones and stuff like that. Like, that would cause panic. Right? And I want this to be, like, watchdogs level hacking. Right? For the video game. Yeah. Um, they just find and, everything. And, out. like, the one thing, too, like, the thing I love about this, this movie is Dade hacks the traffic lights at the very end of the movie. Yeah. And he does it nonchalantly and he times it to his thing so he can rollerblade through the city without getting you know caught by the cops whereas in the remake of the italian job that was a huge deal that he could hack the traffic lights and it's like yeah the 90s did this so much easier than you did (laughs) oh yeah but But like and like and then too you could have it so much more fun whereas like when they're when they're messing with um the cop Mm -hmm. uh dick gill Richard. Richard. Richard um, or, uh, No, I know. It's because it's Richard. Um, when they're messing with him, they could take over his car. Yeah. Drive him, in, like, drive him into something. <laughs> right? Like, it's you could do so much more fun things where instead of just, like, him calling and seeing if that, oh, yeah, we found mm-hmm. that you're dead. Yeah. Like. <laughs> dead? Yeah. <laughs> no. It's just. See, but I did think of going modern and then doing it, like basically date or zero cool or whatever the other one acid burn acid burn like it was basically him writing an ai program to hack Sorry. for him he's crash override 
Angelina, Angelina Jolie. Yes. But you kind of create like the Jarvis program that hacked into things, right? Yeah. Like it's basically these programs, which is why. I mean, I'm still keeping it in the '90s because I I still think it's fun to have it a little less. Basically, I want the agent to have no real knowledge of computers. He's just the agent that got put in charge of it. Yeah, that's why I made my agent quite a bit older. I made my <laughs> no, maybe mine's older. I made mine very, very like he wants to be in front of the cameras, which you could see in this. Like he just wants to be up front and be like the spokesman, and yeah. but doesn't really know. Yeah. And so yeah. I don't but know. Yes. I just, I just think it'd be with with what I know of, of weird old fashion and stuff like that now. Mm -hmm. um, like, granted, that's it's a very small amount, but like we do see it here in Vancouver. Yeah. Um, I just think it'd be so much fun to see a movie with this over the top feeling, and like, <laughs> and like you, you, the way I, I kind of alluded to this earlier, how is like I want my hacking scene to be the same kind of super over the top. Um, you want you want the theatrical hacking. The theatrical hacking, but like their version of theatrical yeah. hacking, not like TV show theatrical hacking where they just type faster. Yeah. Right. I'm in. Do 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 do. But I do want whenever like the cops are watching them hack, mm -hmm. and you see it through the cops' eyes, it's just regular hacking. <laughs> it's just and them sitting to, at the desk yeah, going like, do, 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 like do. copy and pasting code yeah. into things and like. You know stuff like that. And got, when it's when it's from their perspective, I want it to be this hyper stylized for them. Mm -hmm. Like you only kind of see that at the very end when they're all going after the Gibson. Yeah. But like Lord Nikon and Serial Killer, they all have their different like UIs, um, yeah. GUIs, yes. graphic user interface. Couldn't remember the word. Um, they all have a different version of it, and I kind of want that to be like yeah. their thing, right? Um, so I, you got I, one I, guy in an Oculus Rift, like, yeah, <laughs> trying to fly through cyberspace, yeah, and they're exactly. just the cops are standing there going, the I don't know that? what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, well, because like you see the plague in a virtual reality thing at one point, and he's like, Ugh, uh, he's like, yeah. You also <laughs> notice he's wearing a sheriff's badge yeah, and has and a fake gun, a gun on him. Gun on him. <laughs> You're just like, yeah. what is going yeah. on? But like, I've done room scale virtual reality mm -hmm. and it's you don't you don't feel things no like it's not like you feel getting well no there's a vibration to it so you kind of feel you it. can get stuff. um like so like i think that'd be cooler like he walks into this room or the empty room where the mm. plank is just standing in like a a suit full of stuff and you know yeah. trying to anyway i i just i just want this to be super over the top cartoony i almost made this an animated film mm. because of that um because I think, like, um, I'm trying to think of a style, but I had this idea, not quite, like, I know I used Arcane to talk about mm. uh, the secrets of Nim, but not quite that, more like... Kind of a cell style, or like a... Yeah, kind of like that, but I'm trying to think of a video game, but I, I, I had something in mind, but I can't remember what it is now. But, um, yeah, just Transistor? Do you, remember, do you remember the game Transistor? Transistor was With a the giant game. sword that talked to you? Yes. Kind of like that. That kind of animation style where everything is like, like the lines are super thick, but also super bright and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah. But I ended up scrapping that idea. But, yeah. In that one, guess who my plague was? Jack Black. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Black. Um, 
just because over the topness. But mm-hmm. I just, I just have this vision of this movie in my head that is just so stupid and fun and on Netflix because mm. it's not going to make money in a theater. No one's going to go see the remake of Hacker Hackers, but it's going to be fun and it's going to be nostalgic for everyone who yeah loved it, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Other than that, we'll talk about I guess some of the character changes too, because uh, like Dade, I slightly change him and um the plague Ooh. having their like kind of conversations and the, then change the bet the bet scene the yes. wager whole sequence dave loses in my version oh he's wear a dress and he wears the dress okay this is gonna sound weird yes he looked like he wears a dress anyway thank you he was, I was like <laughs> it's this weird big coat that he wears did they just like yeah. pretty much decide he he lost too yeah. but but like again with part of this being a movie modern. set in the now like you have every range of human being that you possibly could in this film. Which they right. still had. And quite a bit, yeah. Like a wide range of people that yeah. were just that. Yeah, just that, so. Okay. All right. Should we talk about, do you have a director in mind? No. I know we never, we never <laughs> choose this. So Ian Softly, did he do anything else that we might know? I don't know. Something called Backbeat, oh. The Skeleton Key, Ooh. and K-Pax. He's known for those things. I have no idea. So. I've heard of the Skeleton Key, but I think maybe that's a different movie I'm thinking of. I've heard of K-Pax. Yeah. Which one's that? No, it's the one where Kevin Spacey is an alien, oh, an alien or not an alien. You don't really know until they be turned yes. out to be an alien. Skeleton Key is Kate Hudson. Yes, that is the one I was thinking of. Did he direct one, it? Is that the one with the voodoo and the body switching? I think so. Yeah. I don't really remember. Anyway. Okay. Let's start at the bottom of our list. Bottom of the list. With Margot. Who's our, the... Um, our executive lady. But okay, she... so we talked about this a couple uh, of days ago. Yeah. Did you... The scene in the hallway where they're talking yes. very openly about their plan. Doesn't it just sound like terribly 80-yard? It does. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, Margot is so the... Lorraine Bracco is her name. The PR person. Like, I don't know. They really didn't... I just make her the executive. Yeah. Um, she is known for Goodfellas, oh. The Sopranos, Medicine Man, and Basketball Diaries. Okay. Medicine Man. That's a movie I haven't heard about, talked about in a long time. Who's in that movie? Medicine Man is, is, the, is Sean Connery in the jungle, like, researching medicines. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounded yeah, familiar. I'm pretty sure it's a romance, but still. Like, it's yeah, a super whatever. weird movie. Yeah. Okay, who is your female? Uh, Margot. Whatever. So the executive. Yeah. So basically, I wanted to make her the one who doesn't understand what's going on. Yes, but she's the one that kind of has the plan with the plague. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's just the executive of Eugene. what of it? Yeah. Um. So I went with uh, Elna Satin. Elna Elna Satin. Um. The did you see the live action Cowboy Bebop? Right, mm-hmm. she played Julia, the blonde haired girlfriend of Spike oh, and we, Vicious, who's kind of an ass. We didn't finish it, <laughs> she was in the early episodes. Okay. Yeah, okay, sure. Ah, oh, whatever. Anyways, we I just watched the animated version, I so. know, yeah. which is far superior. And go watch that instead. Um, but anyways, I chose her because of how she kind of played in, in that show where she was this 
kind of conniving bitch. <laughs> but she would make a really good executive. And I think having this kind of like, she just knows what she wants, but doesn't know how to get it, which is why she's with the plague. Yes. Who? Yes. So who is your Margot? Um, I picked Elizabeth Banks. Cause, good choice. I, you know, she is, she's of that age where she wouldn't really know what's going on with computers. <laughs> Um, or, or it's understandable if she doesn't know what's going on with okay, computers. Yeah. Um, and she, I know she can do over the top. She was Rita Repulsar, for God's sakes. Uh, <laughs> um, uh-huh. She was going to be the Green Ranger. Was she? No, <laughs> but Rita had... It, they made it seem like Rita was like the original Green Ranger. Did they? I don't know. Do you not remember that movie? No. Oh. I remember the Krispy Kreme ad that that movie was. Where's the where's the where's the monster? It's over by the Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Product placement. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I think she's like she's so funny. Take a look at any of the pitch, uh, pitch perfect movies where she mm-hmm. is that um, announcer person. Yes. A podcast person whatever and then yeah, Rita Repulsor, she's just stupid and fun and oh, she's a good actress. She's she's so much she's so funny. And yeah, I just, I can just see her with this, with the big hair and, you know, being like, my phone doesn't work. <sighs> turn, turn it, it around. Turn it around. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. So. Imagine a scene they're, they're trying to do like the antivirus and this, and she's like, why don't you just ask Alexa how to do this? <laughs> Siri, get, get out of, get out of this room. Okay. Next on the list is Freak, or Freak. The Phantom Freak. The Phantom Freak. Because they don't have the full names on, no. on IMDb for some reason. Um, originally played by Renoli Santiago. Hope I got that name right. Um, I don't I don't recognize him for anything but hackers. I don't know. It's one of those Oh my god, where... he was Sally Can't Dance in Con Air. Yeah. We have recasted this person. Yes, we have. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like I, I remember him from somewhere. <laughs> Where? I don't. Um, he was also in Dangerous Minds and Ooh. Daylight. He, I, all the movies he's known for, I have seen. <laughs> so, you should have recognized him. Uh, I'm a bad person sometimes. You are a bad person. Yeah. So. All right, well, you're up first. I am up first. Okay, so, um, I wanted this person to be kind of over the top and funny so I picked a young person who I know mm-hmm. could do that, and I picked um, Jacob Batalon. Okay. Yes. The, the, man, guy the guy in the guy chair. In the chair. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, just because he's funny, he's of that age. He's mm-hmm. really, really good as as Ned. Ned. Yep. Yeah. Ned. Um, and the Spider-Man films, and it's just you know, it'd be fun to see because like if they do it right, he won't be in the next couple of Spider-Man films. Because he shouldn't be. No, he probably right. won't. Won't be. So, unless he comes back as a villain. No. We've had too many villains to get no. through. We no, still I need know. the Scorpion. We still so, need... Yeah. Um, I'd like to see him in other stuff, and I think this would be fun for him to do. Mm-hmm. You know. What are you doing in here? Watching, Watching porn? <laughs> What's worse than what I'm actually doing? <laughs> okay, uh, who did you have? Um, so I went, so I'm going to, I'm going to say one thing with this. There's a bunch of 
characters I chose, people I chose, just because I think they could do it. So I went with that. Anyways. That's kind of the whole point of what we're doing. No, but I went with it because I haven't actually seen him in a lot of things, but I'm going off of one okay. movie. So I went with Brandon Soho. Suho? Suho? Uh, par- apologies on the last name. Um, he was Tran in Tropic Thunder. He was the kid. Okay. That was like, did you remember Tropic Thunder? Mm-hmm. He's older now. Yes. But I want Freak to have this like weird energy to him, and I think he could do it. Okay. <coughs> Sorry, I'm coughing. Okay. Um, he was yeah. the one who liked Simple Jack, right? Yes. Okay. He was the one that was running the compound. Yeah. Got it. Um, he's been in other things since then. He was in Ender's Game, apparently. Never saw it. Um, he was in the G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. Okay. I did see that. Uh, he played Young Storm, whatever. Okay. Yeah, but uh, I just think... Storm Shadow? Sure. G.I. Joe. There's Go no Joe's. character called Storm. It's Storm Shadow. It just cut off, okay? <laughs> Anyways. No, I think having... And I... For some of these people, I kind of wanted to go a little out because I was like, I don't know exactly That's fine. who you're going to get for the Hackers reboot. Okay. So, anyways, that was my choice. Sounds good. Okay. Next on our list, Joey, which is played by Jesse Bradford, our uh, newbie, yeah. I guess. Noob. Yeah. Known for Presumed Innocence. Mm. Presumed Innocence with Harrison Ford. Uh, Bring It On with Kirsten Dunst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something called Flags of Our Fathers and Swim Fan. Oh. Oh. Isn't it weird that this guy like smokes like no tomorrow yep he's okay. not addicted to his computer even though he gave it a name <laughs> and like tried to attack an fbi agent for taking it mm-hmm. uh that was a weird i don't know that was just a weird one for me yeah when he's in like the addiction club and that's what they use to get him off yeah but if it, it makes sense like if they a lawyer wants will do anything to get Mm-hmm. their client off of charge right mm-hmm. and the, the fact that they can be like no he's addicted to his computer which back in the 90s was, was a big totally a thing scare right so uh, uh, people. uh i went with asher angel how oh, i know that name he played billy batson in shazam ah yeah the young billy batson mm-hmm. the only billy batson well the actual no, shazam. shazam okay well fine <laughs> Still, Billy doesn't doesn't become a different person entirely. He just yes, gains, he does. He just gains he additional. An adult named Shazam. <laughs> Still, Billy. Hmm. Know what? Okay, but yes, he's a very he was a very good actor very in that. Talented, yeah. Um, see the next one. Yeah, he had a lot of really good moments in that one, and I think having him as the young, up and coming noob who doesn't really know how mm-hmm. to get into stuff would be would be a good choice. Yeah. Who'd you have? Um, you probably don't know who this is. Nope. I picked Skylar Gizondo. Oh. Um, he was in Booksmart. He was in Santa Clarita Diet. Um, he's really, really good at playing this over-the-top awkward nerd, um, which I kind of think Joey is. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, he, he knows stuff, but he's still tra- he's trying to fit into a group that he definitely does not belong in. Um, like maybe he does one day, but like, yeah, he doesn't dress like them. He doesn't act like them. He doesn't right? really know their stuff. Like, I like yeah. the fact that he, he basically is like, oh, I can get into a Gibson and then yeah. 
He does. He does, but he's yeah. terrible at it because yeah. he gets yeah. found out. Yeah. He's just fumbling around. Right? Yeah. But yeah, I think that this guy is, he's very, very talented and very, very funny. Hmm. Um, and like Joey becomes a big part of the plot. So, so yeah. Right. So yeah. Well, he pushes the plot along. He does. He's the foil for the plot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next. Agent Richard Gill. Yes. Dick Gill. Mr. Wendell Price. I like this actor. I used him multiple times. I think he's very talented. Hmm. Um, he is known for The Wire, Selma, Horrible Bosses, and mm-hmm. The Money Pit, which mm. I have no idea what that is. Um, but I know him from the Jack Ryan show on uh, Amazon. Prime, yeah. Yeah. Um, he is amazing as James Greer in that show. Um, he was also in Suits, which mm. was just a terrible show, mm-hmm. but he was good in it. Um, so, but yeah, I think he's like obviously everyone loves The Wire. It's one of those TV series that everyone says is the best TV series ever made. I've never seen it. I've never seen um, it. So our opinion is so far two for two yeah. on no, not so, good. But yeah, I think Wendell Price is a is yeah. a very very talented actor. Anyway, I guess it's me, isn't it? It's you. Um, bear with me. No. This is a little weird. I've already chosen weird things, so go ahead. Um, but I wanted an older man. What? An older gentleman who... No, just the way you said it. I want an older man. <laughs> um, who you could definitely believe does not like or like or need computers. Sean Connery. He is dead. Oh, <laughs> computerized sean connery <laughs> so i picked chris rock okay okay <laughs> i know i know i know his, he's normally known as being like over the top and funny mm-hmm. but like he does have his dramatic moments of and course I think he's a very very talented actor um one of the things that i have always enjoyed about comedians is they know how to turn it off when they really need to and they do it really, really well. Yep. And I think he does it so. Yeah. I know it's a little bit of a weird take, but I was looking for people and I'm like, you know what? I can totally see him selling this person who just hates what computers have made our society into. Mm-hmm. Right? Like that, the type of person who reads the paper in the morning yeah. and, you know. Still gets the paper, yeah. still reads magazines. Yeah. Doing so. Sudoku's. <laughs> Um, I know it's a bit of a weird choice, but no, that's fine. I, you might think mine's a little bit weird. So I wanted the person that was like, I'm the face of this pretty much government body that's against the hacking and right. So I just wanted somebody that is kind of a well, dick. He's secret service. Yeah, he's secret service. Yeah. But I wanted to be kind of like that dick person that just like, hey, hacking is really bad and all that. <laughs> so I want Joel McHale. Okay. <laughs> Because I love Joe McHale. That guy is just funny and so so terrible at times. Yes. But whenever he shows up in things, I always enjoy him. Like, Community was just a great show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think just him being like this. Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. Oh, yeah. He's the, he's the people who, the person who denies them the bank loan. Yes. <laughs> you a terrible nephew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but yeah, it's Joe McHale. And then, of course, because he was in the American version of the IT crowd. Yeah, I never saw either version. No, I never saw either version, but I just think it'd be funny to have him there. Okay. 
And you can see him as like a Secret Service-ish guy. Yeah, I can. But more of like, like I said, he's the... He wants to be in front of the camera. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to be the PR for the, yeah. the department. But has no idea what's going on behind it. So, Sounds yes. good. All right. Next. Um, next is Plague. The Plague. The Plague. Don't call me... Eugene. Eugene. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm taking some of that shit out. Like, he doesn't have to be like that. Like, call me the plague. No. No. He totally does. Okay. <laughs> because, like, his whole shtick, which mm-hmm. is, like, one of the... Is he smarter than everybody else in the room? No, no, no. His whole shtick, which is kind of an underlining thing in the movie, is he is what he believes hackers have to be. These lone gunmen out there... Mm-hmm you know doing stuff whereas everyone else worked better as a team yeah right like this isn't a this isn't a solo thing we're trying to do good for everyone hack the planet hack the planet right so he has this weird skewed view Mm -hmm. because of whatever reason so yeah i think he has to be that for me anyway for my version of the film he has to be that over the top d-bag who just you know like no Call me the plague. Like, even to the point where if there's, like, a put name tags on you yeah. type of scene, it's like he has Eugene, he has, he has it crossed out and has it the plague written on it. Okay. <laughs> like, I, yeah, want, I, I, want, I'm, I am totally over the top in my movie. No. So. I kind of wanted it more along the lines, like, he's kind of what Dade was. Like, he's kind of a genius when it mm. comes to this. But, yeah, it's that thing where he's just, like, annoyed with everybody because it's like, ah, oh, you guys are idiots. Mm-hmm. And that's why he, he's doing half of the shit he does. Yeah. And then I want it more at the end where he's like, because it's being challenged in this like hacking, I don't know, hack off, let's say. <laughs> well, he is. Yeah. I said hack off. <laughs> you wanted an old man. Um, I want an old man. Man. Um, experience. Where that's kind of where he gets like his joy from it. Like you finally see him man, like, oh, yes, like. Let's get it on. Yeah. Hack, hack, hack. Oh shit! I I lost. Yeah. And then he was he's played by Fisher Stevens. Fisher Stevens, who is who's mostly known for the short circuit films. Yes. Um, quite a few other things, but yeah. yeah. He's just. We've also recasted him because he was in Mario Brothers. Yes. Um, but Diggy. Uh, he's played a lot of little parts over the years. Um, uh, I've. It's recognizable, but yeah, he's he's definitely a recognizable actor. He's a very unique look, looking looking yes. actor. So. Not quite Steve Buscemi unique, but close. Yeah. He was very 90s. Okay, who did you have? Uh, once again, going to ruin the last name. I don't know how to actually say this. Tom. I'm going to spell this. W-L-A-S-C-H-I-H-A. Wakalik? Okay. Wakalik. Who, who is he? Um, he was Jochen from Game of Thrones. Who? He was the man with many faces. Oh, okay. He was the assassin guy. Or he was also in Jack, Jack I think Ryan. he was in Jack Ryan, he too. In the second season of Jack Ryan. He was the assassin in the second season of I Jack just Ryan. I can't say his name. I don't, and I should have looked it up. But yes, um, I chose him because of the way he played in Game of Thrones. He played this like kind of over-the-top creepy guy. Yeah, he's really good. And he is, Yeah, he's really good. Um, and he just kind of has that like look to him. Yeah. Where he's just kind of unimpressed with everyone around him. Yes. So that's what I wanted for the plague. Okay. 
He was in Jack Ryan. Yes, he was. I'm trying to look up his name. It's it's so weird. Yeah. But he is German, so it's probably like Wakalk. Wak. Wakalak. Yeah. Okay. I apologize. Doesn't really matter. No. Who'd you have? Um, I had... Jack Black. No, I was going to have Jack Black. Again, when it was animated. He wouldn't quite fit the thing. No. But again... Going for my over-the-top-ness, I picked Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> Did you pick her not that long ago? A major league. Okay. So it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was quite a bit a while ago. Um, I checked. <laughs> what did I, I casted her um, once. But I can just... It's because I want her to be her part in like Parks and Rec and mm-hmm. um, Scott Pilgrim. Like that abrasive person that she does so so well how are you doing that with your mouth (laughs) Um, like she is so good at being this abrasive (laughs) funny person and i think if you wanted a villain who's gonna be like that she'd be a good choice so okay yeah aubrey plaza okay aubrey plaza now for the hackers the hackers hack the planet hack the planet hack the planet um starting off with our our man with photographic memory mm. lord nikon is that why he's nikon yes did you just get that <laughs> no i okay. just, never mind <laughs> um originally played by lawrence mason who i've definitely seen in other things in my life um, yes so not the four things he's known for. City of Lies, The Lincoln Lawyer, and Prison Break. Mm-mm. Yeah, but anyway. Shows uh, up in things. He's been in a lot of TV shows. Jesus, he's a working actor. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But who did you replace him with? Um, I replaced him with because he is obviously older and mm. does not go to school with the rest of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, so I picked Lauren Ridloff, okay. who was, oh god, I forgot her character name, the speedy person from Eternals. Makari? That's it. Yeah. Um, she did such a good job in that movie, and mm-hmm. like, I don't know, it's like this, this whole zeitgeist around her, like, oh, we're just discovering this new actress for the first time. Yes. Um, even though she's definitely worked before, but um, I just think she was so good in that and very, very charming for the very mm-hmm. little screen time she had. Um, and I think that... Um, also, she beat down um, Icarus. Yeah. So, I... No, I just... I think she can do this part really, really well. Mm-hmm. So, And you don't have to speak to be a hacker, so... No. Right? So, yeah. Who do you have? Um, I, I didn't go the older route. Um, I wanted to keep everyone around the same age just to kind of keep it, but I mean, it's the changes, right? Like it's whatever it wants to be. So I went with, uh, but she also does not look, no, she does not look old. (laughs) Um, so I went with Caleb McLaughlin, the kid from stranger things. One of the kids from stranger things. No. Which kid? This kid. Oh, um, Lucas. Yeah. Sorry, I was trying to figure out. I, I didn't write. Him. I didn't write his name down Recently. for some reason. Yeah. Yes. Um. Because yeah, he's. I mean, 
weirdly, Stranger Things hasn't been on, like, for, what, two years now? Yeah, but they have trailers for the new season. It's going to be coming out soon, probably around Halloween, because they normally do it around October. So, I think, but I'd like to see them in other things, and I think this would be a good, because Nikon, to me, is not really a big part of it. He's just more of like, hey, yeah, I have this photographic memory, and they just kind of hang out with him all the time, so... Mm-hmm. It's kind of what I I wanted with him, so yeah, sounds good. Okay, <laughs> next. Uh, I love Matthew the next Lillard. one. Yeah, Matthew Lillard, <laughs> the shaggy, fun, fun Matthew Lillard. Um, Thirteen Ghosts, Scream. Do you want to keep going? Oh, I'm trying to think of what other ones I know him from. Matthew Lillard. No, those are the main ones. Those are the main ones. Well, everyone know I like you know him from Scream, yes. Um, Thirteen Ghosts because it's just a terrible movie, but he's so great in it. Yeah. Um, he's and then and then Shaggy good in everything I've seen him in. Yes. I have not seen him. And it's bad. I was going to say I've not seen him in a poor movie, but I've seen him in lots yeah. of poor movies. But it's like, I've not seen him do badly in a poor film. As silly as the Scooby Doo movies were, mm-hmm. they were great. Like. Yeah. They were acted really well. Do you remember the Looney Tunes with Brendan Fraser? The Looney Tunes movie? No. So there's a scene in a diner, in a restaurant, not diner, a restaurant, mm-hmm. um, where it's like panning by mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of cartoon characters eating live action people, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And one of them is Shaggy and Scooby eating dinner with Matthew Lillard. <laughs> and he's going, I did the best I could, you know? <laughs> And it's such a great, like, weird little cameo. It was like, this is funny. <laughs> like, I don't think he takes himself too seriously. and He doesn't. And I really like that about him. Um, I've recently re-listened to all of season campaign two of Critical Role. Mm-hmm. And they had this ongoing stupid hacker style um, skit that was an ad for NordVPN. Okay. Whenever NordVPN was an ad, and yeah. one time he showed up, just out of nowhere, and did the ad with them, <laughs> and it was very funny. Because <laughs> um, like, yeah, he's obviously been in Hackers, and then yeah. you know, a voice actor of some some repute at times and stuff like that. So oh, yeah, he shows up in things like he's yeah. he's done actually Shaggy's voice a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in weird things like I don't know. How, how true, but it's like Mortal Kombat, Legends, Battle of the Realm. He's listed as Shaggy. Yeah, they had him in there. Do you not remember that? No. <laughs> that movie? Like, no. <laughs> he was in a Mortal Kombat. Shaggy was in a Mortal so Kombat. So they, for some reason, the internet, when they, when Mortal Kombat was trying to reannounce, was trying to like tease new people, mm-hmm. Shaggy was one of the people oh, that everyone wanted in Mortal Sh- Kombat. Shaggy's like known these days as like an OP (laughs) master character of things. So, yeah. And like Danielle would obviously be talking about good girls because he's on that. And yeah, so. All right. So. Who did you have? Okay. So. Who was your serial killer? I. Took me some time to try to figure this one out. Because how do you replace Matthew Lillard? You so don't. you don't. You really change don't. the character a little bit so that he doesn't. Quite so I changed the character a bit, yeah. um, and I went with this character. Or I went with this person because I just thought it would be interesting to give a challenge to somebody and make them into a different character. So I went with Madison Eastman. 
She played the actual Bethany from Jumanji. So she was one of the girls. She okay. played the like airhead no, no. at the beginning, yeah, and then. Yeah. So, because I was just looking at her, and I'm like, imagine her trying to play Matthew Lillard. That's what I kind of wanted. Like, I wanted her to just play like completely outside of the like blonde character, mm-hmm. and just be like this weird, off character. And I thought it would be interesting. I don't know why. <laughs> to be honest, because I struggled with trying to find somebody. Yeah. I was like, do I go weird looking person? Do I go, God, Big Bang Theory style? <laughs> like, well, like either um, Wallowitz or um, Sheldon. Sheldon. But no, I was like, you know what? I want to kind of change it and then just give somebody the opportunity to make a like a weird character. So that's what I did. Okay. And she's around the same age as everybody else, so there we go. That works. Um, okay. Who'd you have? I had uh, Daniela Melchior. She played Ratcatcher 2. Okay. Um, mostly because Ratcatcher 2 is super weird. Um, she's just really just kind of aloof character that falls asleep in random times. You're going to get eaten! <laughs> um... But I think if you, like, said, okay, take that weirdness, aloofness, and, like, mm-hmm. turn it up to 11, um, I think she'd be pretty fun as this yeah. zany character. I don't need her to be to be Matthew Willard, because, obviously... No. You're not going to... You're not going to be Matthew Willard. No. Um, but He's so weird. He's so great, though. <laughs> yeah. He... It's just... But, yes, I... Yeah. I know One what of you those mean. Weird things that like you can't really replace this super iconic characterization mm-hmm. of this character, um, at least for this movie. Like especially the the tension breaker in the subway, and it's like this is just weird and over the top, and um, so you have to make make it your own instead yeah. of trying to do the same thing. Like as much as we don't like Will Smith as the genie. He at least tried, didn't try and be Robin Williams. No, and I don't, and again, right. if you separate the two, he does a good job of it. Yeah. It's just, it's, you're going up against the greatest, the great, of all time. greatest comedian that could probably come up, well, did come up with the majority of that on the spot. Like, yeah. So, so yeah. All right. Okay. Next on our list Oscar winner, Angelina Jolie. Mm hmm. She was 20 at this time. Yes. For this film. Um, I guess speaking of Eternals. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I just Angel- clicked on her on IMDb and the top thing is Eternals. I'm like, oh yeah, right. <laughs> she was in that. We've also casted her from Gone in 60 Seconds. Correct. Um, I don't think we've done any other I Angelina. I can think of. Um, Maybe Tomb Raider one day. Mm. No. No. <laughs> Um, she is very talented. She is. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, um, just mo- some weird movies aside, like the Laura Croft ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I just she I I have this affinity for some of her films. There's this one movie she did with Denzel Washington back in the '90s called The Bone Collector. Mm-hmm. which is this great psychological thriller. Um, um, I really, really enjoy that film. Um, stuff like that. And then obviously we've talked about it 
you know, when we talked about it, but Gone in 60 Seconds yeah. is a good movie. And Well, even her turn, uh, sorry, just looking it up, even her turn is Maleficent. Yeah. Like, people really enjoyed as that. they changed the character, but she was still great. Yeah. Uh, yes, Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> Her voice actress. Um, I enjoyed her in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I thought that was huh. a surprisingly funny and good action film. For what it was, Wanted, she was actually good in. That could have been such a better movie. Yes. <laughs> did you ever see Beowulf? Yeah, I did. And it Hers was Grendel's mom. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was not great. Yeah. Um, oh, Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. Yes. Uh, I don't know why you like that movie. It's so terrible. Terrible. <laughs> But it's supposed to be that cheesy. Yeah. Yeah, Gone in 60, I think, is still probably my favorite of hers. You won Oscar for Girl Interrupted, right? I believe so, yes. Which was a good movie. Which was a great movie. It was a great depiction of um, mental illness. Mm -hmm. Because, like, you had her version of mental illness, which was that kind of manic, Mm -hmm. like, crazy person that everyone kind of thinks mental illness is. But then Winona Ryder is like super subdued. Yeah. Right. Version of it. Really, really well done. Yeah. Anyway. And she's not in as ma- um, she's not in as many films as I thought she was, but yes, still nope, great. Only 62 credits to her name. Hmm, still great. It's practically nothing if you're a voice actor. Oh yeah, if you're a voice actor, that's like, like a Rob Paulson. That's a bad that's a bad <laughs> year. Oh, I did 62 things this year. <laughs> Billy West. Yeah, but like for them, for like people like Rob Paulson and all that stuff, do not get me wrong, amazing, amazing actors. Mark Hamill is up there with mm-hmm. as well. Like, they'll come in and do two lines for a show. Yes. And that is it. Well, they, pro- right? they can provide... See, the sign of a good voice actor is you can go in and you can provide a voice yeah. for like a number of characters. Mm-hmm. Whereas, of course, you got the ones where you're like okay, we know this voice. We know this person, right? You yeah. hear the voice and you're like, it's the same person. Mm-hmm. Um, the actor whose name I know I've casted him before, but the guy that plays Sokka from Avatar, like when he was in the Netflix show, like yeah. I was like, oh, it's him. Like I can immediately pick out his voice. Whereas like, yeah, Rob Paulson and some of the, uh, like all the other ones, John DiMaggio and all of them, like you can kind of pick up their voice in there. But you can never really tell. Okay. So anyways, good. fine. Who no. is your Kate? Or okay. is it me? No, it's me. No, it's you. Yeah. Um, do we want to talk about Kate at all? <laughs> we just no. We talked about Angelina Jolie. Talk about Angelina. So I do want to change Kate a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I like the... Like, I, I don't think the love interest was that... Important? Cringy. Which okay. it totally could be in a 90s film. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that her boyfriend just kind of disappears um, at some point in the movie and she never comes back. Kicks him out of the bedroom. And weird. then um, I think I think if you want to do a love story, you totally can keep it at that. But I think it should just be more of like this weird, budding, flirtatious, respectful friendship. Yeah. Because you don't need relationships to make movies powerful. So No. Um, anyway. Um, like what you did with newer people. I've only seen her in one thing, mm-hmm. um, but I picked um, Jenna Ortega. Okay. Um, yep. She is in the newest Scream film. She's in something else. Uh, she's also in The Babysitter, Killer Queen, which I have not seen. No. Ella the of Avenor, 
which is a Disney thing. So she's mm-hmm. a Disney princess. She's in Iron Man 3 as the vice president's daughter. That's maybe where I recognize her. The crippled girl in the wheelchair. No, maybe I recognize her from somewhere else. Okay, keep going. We're gonna, I'm going to look this up all. Okay, sounds good. Um, I thought, as much as I... Let's just go with didn't like. I didn't enjoy Scream. This is like a Scream. Scream 5, whatever you want to call it. Five yeah. Cream. If you want to be weird about it. Um, um, Fan-fortastic? Yeah. Um, I think the acting was done well. I just think it was hmm. a mediocre horror film. Um, she plays like the opening girl who gets stabbed a bunch and is in, is in she's in the hospital for most of the movie but mm-hmm. I think she does it well and I think her relationship with her older sister is kind of the strongest part of that movie um, so yeah I needed high school age people so yep there high you go age people yeah what did yeah. you pick so for my Kate um, kind of similar like I I don't think you really need the romance. I did kind of like what I assume was a bit of a subplot, maybe, about like the way um, Dade's and his mom, like when they have that whole thing, and she's mm-hmm. like, wow, your mom really stands out, and you don't ever see Kate's mom. I thought the same thing, that they should have at least have her mom, who is a super progressive feminist, mm-hmm. just never be there for her daughter. That's what I was kind of going yeah. for, and being like, wow, your mom's like really going to stick like, up for and you. And it wouldn't take much. It'd be like, how can, how can you be allowed to have this huge party? Was your mm-hmm. mom care? She's like, she hasn't been here in two months. She's on a book tour. Yeah. Right. So I kind of wanted to do that where it's a little bit more of like, oh, hey. Do you remember the second Spider-Man film? Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire? Yeah. Yes. No, 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 no. The third, second Spider-Man film. <laughs> the Amazing Spider-Man? No Way Home. No Way Home. Okay. Well, we got there That's in the, the end. That's the right one, right? The Holland. Okay, just say Holland Spider-Man Tom, Tom 2. Holland's second Spider-Man film where they went to Europe. Yes. With them. So there was that weird subplot where Flash's parents mm-hmm. didn't care about him. Yes. That they just kind of dropped. But they put it in there and then they just never brought it back up again. And it well, was this weird thing. It's just like, what happened? <laughs> like, Well, because they kind of bring it up at the end. Yeah, because his parents don't show up at the, at no, the airport. It's like, oh, could they not make it? And he's like, oh, no. Yeah, even though... He went through some terrible, like he went through a terrible ordeal. I think that's why they made Flash the way they made Flash was yeah. because he's always like trying to show up everything because mm-hmm. yeah, he's looking for the attention. Still, the best Flash was the one with Andrew Garfield. Do you remember the scene, first movie, right after Uncle Ben dies? He's at it, Peter's at his locker. Oh yeah, Flash comes up behind him. He's like, I don't have time for this right now. Like, you know, he's like, I, hey, and then he gets mad at him, and yeah. and uh, Peter pushes him up against the locker, and he says, like, I just wanted to say I'm sorry about your uncle. Yeah. And then, like, it's such a good scene. Because he, t- he flips it around, yeah. as being instead of a bully, yeah. he's, and he's like, trying oh, to actually do something nice. Oh, well, yeah. Cause... And then even in, in the second Amazing Spider-Man, you see him in a Spider-Man shirt and stuff like that. Yeah. Flash has always been a really good character. He's just a bully. Well, right? he's, yeah, he's just the bully-ish. So. And I like what they did with um, the Tom Holland's version. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, so my Kate. <laughs> um, so I went with Ella Purnell. Oh, I know that name. Um, you will know her most Mr. recently because she was in Arcane as Jinx. Okay. She did the voice of Jinx. Yes. Um, she was also Emma in Miss Peregrine's. Yes, yes. So. Yes, I have used her very recently. Mm-hmm. Not I that long I ago. Her, I think her, excuse me, Miss Frisbee or something like that. 
I think so. Yeah. But yeah, so I went with her. Because, um, yes, I, I love Miss Peregrine's school for, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's a very long title. Um, but she she was really great as Jinx. Like this kind of off. Did you finally understand? Oh, yeah, I watched. Oh, okay. That was, that was my Christmas day. It's really good. I, I binged the entire thing in one day while I was in bed sick. It was great. Not great. But she was great in it and yeah. um, as a voice actress. But she's also a great actress. So mm-hmm. I think she would play this role really well. And I I like the fact that it's not like, oh, you're just... Well, I mean, they did a bit of it where it's like, oh, you're a girl, blah, blah, blah. But I'd rather them just be like, oh, you're acid burn? Like, yeah. holy crap, like you're like, the competition. That, that, just, just by having it as a modern film, yeah. not like set in the modern era but made in the modern era mm-hmm. that wouldn't happen as part of the script no we've, there was we've... some things in there that was just like oh yeah get out of yeah. that yeah. but i like how much for yeah. a girl yeah like that like yeah. fuck off <laughs> sorry i said it Jesus. you didn't get to say anything <laughs> okay. yeah. ella Purnell. yeah probably next, said that name wrong next too. on our list angelina jolie's one-time husband for four years <laughs> Johnny Lee Miller. They got married after this movie. Yes, I think did. this is where they met. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot he was in Eon Flux. I never saw Eon Flux. No? No. You of all people would like that stupid movie. No. Because that was based off of the MTV cartoon, right? Yeah. And the American anime. All I, ever, all I ever heard about the movie was how terrible it was. So. Oh, yeah. Very, very Actually, bad. I don't think I've ever seen the show. I should probably try to look that up. It's not very good. Anyway, um, I have I have seen all of the top four movies he's known for, um, Aeon Flux, mm-hmm. uh, Mind Hunters, which nope. is a very very good version of um, Agatha Christie's, and then and then were and then there were none, sure. like the murder mystery where it's, you don't know which one of them was doing it. So it's set on like an island, and they're all FBI profilers, and they're trying to figure out. Which FBI profiler is killing all the other FBI profilers? Um, it's actually quite good, stupid. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Dracula 2000, which is just stupid, stupid. Um, and then Train Spotting. I was going to say. A genuinely good movie. How is Train Spotting like, not the yeah. number one thing? <laughs> it's his last, the last thing. So obviously, he's more recently known for Elementary, where he's playing a version of Sherlock Holmes. Right. Um, That's why I keep. I was like thinking him when I was watching this. Like, why do I know yeah. his face now? Which I, I, which I haven't seen. I know everyone really, really enjoys it. Well, I had Lucy Liu as yeah. Watson, yeah. which I think was a good choice. Um, but um, it's just I weird. never got around to actually watching it. Maybe I will one day. Well, I enjoy my Benedict, Benedict Cumber- Cumberbatch's Sherlock, but that season three was. That's because it's him and Martin Freeman. And... Was just bad. Oh. So. Did you ever see this series? No, I've series? never watched any of them. Nah, it didn't get. It was a little too much. No. Yeah. So anyway, Stanley Miller, who's your Dade <sighs> Murphy? Oh, Dade, I struggled with this guy yeah? so hard because I was like, I, I could not think of who to get because I, I was trying to find people all in the same range and whatnot. Anyways, so I just said, screw it. Then I went Timothy Chalamet. What? Timothy? No, no. Timothy? Just one of us was down to pick him. <laughs> yeah. He looks like him, almost. Like, he looks like how you'd kind of... Mm-hmm. And like I said, he's going to be a genius hacker. He understands computers in and out, even, like... And kind of why, when I was setting the it in the 90s... like character from Don't Look Up. 
than his character from Dune. Yes. Yeah, no. Not Less the... Paul Atreides. Yes. Um, Less introspective. Yeah. More what the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but what I kind of wanted with him is like the whole he's been banned from the computers for mm-hmm. whatnot, but like that doesn't stop him. Like he just reads all the books and everything. Like that's yeah. going to be like the. But like that's the thing. Like they just say you can't you, use, use a computer, computer or touch touchstone phone. They don't say don't read up on book on computers. Well, and that's why like he when he comes back, like I want that scene where he's like he's just hit eighteen. He now has a computer, and it's like boom. He immediately writes his own programs and whatnot. Like yeah. he's been, and he has like books of like notes and like Learned. he's been keeping he, up like, with it. You, you see him, like, learn all the new the coding languages as mm-hmm. they come out. Yeah. Right. Like, that's what I wanted with him. So, Timothy. Good old Timothy. <laughs> I picked a, a much, much smaller actor um, for mine. Yeah. Um, uh, I picked Dylan Min- Minetti. Yeah. Dylan Minetti. Um, again. As much as I didn't like the film, I liked the the acting in it and the um, teenage dynamic in Scream. He was one of the characters in the new Scream movie. Um, I really enjoyed his death. I thought it was well done. Um, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. he is known for quite a few things. Don't Breathe mm. was a big reason, but he's on that Netflix show, 13 Reasons Why. Um and stuff like that, but I think, yeah, I think he really did a good job with this. And sorry, I'm yeah. looking him up just to That's see if fine. I know him from anything else. Um, he's been in a few things. He has that that face. Yes. Yeah, you know, that makes you think, oh, I know who that is, and then you look him up and you're like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> like, um, oh, he, he was, was in, in a Goosebumps, Goosebumps movie. <laughs> he was on Agents of Shield. Yes. Probably for one show. For one, yeah. Well, two actually. Yeah. Two two episodes. Nikita. Like something like that. Anyway. Yeah, he was on. Well, how do you be really good for this? I really, I really didn't enjoy Scream, but I really enjoyed the acting within it. And I think I'll use, I think I will definitely use those act those those people who had acted in that movie more often. Yeah. Um, I used one of the um, characters, Nev Campbell, last week, um, for the hell movie did we do last week? Romy Michelle's. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> How do you not remember Romy and Michelle? Because it was a forgettable piece of crap movie, and this was an amazing 90s techno awesomeness. Which is so weird, because your wife loved know, last week's so movie, weird. and you love this week's movie. I also love next week's movie. I know. Speaking of that, Chris, where can they find us? You can find us on all podcast streaming services. Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, all of those other podcasts. Spodcast? It's Spodcast now podcast places uh check us out on instagram as well recasted pod um you can check me out on etsy at the connect comic guy store as well as on instagram under the same yeah. you can check out danielle title. at fiona on instagram i am right here as usual really you need to get on something man yeah I'm let's okay. get you on like twitch or something <laughs> i don't know <laughs> oh, is twitch still a thing yeah i'm so out of with computers anymore <laughs> I don't do the tippity typing. I don't do the tippity type. <laughs> I just come up with the speaking. <laughs> All right. Well, we're almost done 90s. We have one movie left. One movie left. It's going to be uh, a fascinating one. Very, very different flair of movie. Yeah, we kind of, of the... <laughs> we kind of went off a different direction with the last movie. But one of my absolute favorite films 
which says a lot about how weird I am uh, from one of my favorite directors. Yeah. yeah. So, that being said, from all of us here at Recasted, go watch Seven. <laughs>